Are you listening? Damn. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Welcome to Boss Talks. And if this is your first time, here's a special welcome. Thanks for joining us. We really appreciate it. Congratulations for finding us. I am on here today. My name is Joel Lord, and I'm here with the amazing Christine Drummond, who is the fearless mum. <laughs> and she's like got this groundswell of fearless mums. If you don't know what that is, you need to check it out. Uh, sorry, guys, you're you're not um, you're not invited, but uh, it's it's amazing. Uh, if you want to be fit, fearless and free, go from shame to shine. That's where you need to be, ladies. Anyway. That's the plug for today, but I've got another plug because this content we're giving out uh, for free is amazing content. We collate it for you and then we bring it to you uh, because we want you to have a good day. We want you to turn every day into a good day, not just a good day, a great day. And that's what today's topic is about. It's how to turn a bad day into a great day and be able to do that. If you can do that every day, seven days a week, you're going to have something special, you know? So like, uh, you know, if you can say that you like, I, I'm found this topic from a guy that I follow, which is Andy Priscilla. And we copy this bit too. If you find this valuable, give us a share, share this with someone who needs to hear it. Send this out to someone who might not be having a great day. You know, at the moment, the world's crazy. So people are having crazy days, not always in a good way. There's a lot of nonsense going on and you could turn someone's day around, maybe their life around if they get this information. So share it, give us a review, say good day to us, reach out to us both on social media. We won't bite. So without further ado today, it's about how to turn a bad day into a good day. And we want to link that, you know, and something that Andy Priscilla said, it was a, 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 a coach, from a football game over in, over in America, you know, this guy was coaching a team that had no chance. It had no, it didn't have the talent that the other team had. It didn't have any shot at all. Didn't have the money that the other team had. And this coach took this team to one of the greatest upsets in his, in the history of the, of the sport over there. And when he gave his speech afterwards, he said that, uh, if you can laugh, you can think, and you can cry every day, that's a full day. That's how you have a heck of a day. And if you can string that together for seven days in a row, week after week, you're going to have a life that's something special. You're going to paint a really full life. And Annie goes on to, to share his idea of how he turns his days around and i know that christine has some uh you know like everyone has some tough days i have some tough days and we've got skills around how to turn them into something amazing and you know we want to share those with you today so christine how do you what do you got to say how do you turn a bad day into a good day how do you always have seven days a week great days Oh, Joel, this is such a cool topic. And I think some people will say there aren't any bad days. There's just, you know, days where you get to learn and evolve and grow and everything. And, you know, we've heard that saying that uh, if we all put our own problems 
uh, on a bit of paper and threw it in, you know, in the middle of a table, we'd most likely pick ours back up, you know, because so many people have battle scars from all the different things that they're going through out there. And I actually did a post on this yesterday because I had a whirlwind of a 24 hours and I had, you know, feelings of ecstasy in there, like, and, and blissfulness. And then I had feelings of, you know, sadness and heartache as well. And, you know, just really seeing what some of my friends and family are going through. It's, it's tough, but you have to be emotionally intelligent. You have to be the guard of your thoughts and your emotions. And, and that's not saying that you can't have um, a, a bad day and uh, you just wipe everything aside. That's definitely not what we're saying. But I think what you have to do is be in charge of how you want to feel. You know, what mood are you going to choose? And every day that I wake up, I'm in that grateful state. I'm always thanking the universe or, you know, it might be God for you or, or whoever, but I'm always thanking and being grateful um, just even for waking up, you know, and, and the little things in life, you know. Um, and then we've spoken about this on the podcast before, you know, my dad's not well. And on one hand, you go and, you go and visit him and you, you can be really sad in that moment, seeing him so vulnerable and weak. But then on the other hand, I'm so bloody grateful he's still here and I'm so happy about that. So it's kind of like you, you get those moments in life and the way that you handle them is going to, um, I suppose, really get you to vibrate at a different level. I think that's what it's about. Like I, I see the world differently and I try and look for the positive in everything. And I think if we do that, then um, we are going to have more good days than bad days. And, you know, there's days where um, I have to totally switch off and just allow myself to be sad because everything in humanity happens in duality. You can't be happy, 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 happy all the time. It's like the universe is going to balance you out. It's going to send you things and, and life is always going to throw you curveballs. So you can't have happiness without sadness. It's just part of life. Um, so you've just got to work out, you know, how can I have more of the good days? And it's, it's about more of the more positive days that you have, the, the higher the vibration that you're putting out there, the more positive your thoughts are, the more positive your energy is, and then you're going to attract more positive things into your life. But if you're letting your mood dictate your day and then, um, you're vibrating lower, and maybe things are not going quite right. And then you just basically are riding off the day and it's like 10 a.m. in the morning because nothing's gone right. Of course, you're going to have a bad day. Um, I remember once my, um, I, I went to my PT session on the Gold Coast with my trainer, Blake Morrison at the time. And he, he, had, he had the worst morning before 5 a.m. Like it was just, it was crazy. Anyway, he rocked up a little bit late to the session and I said, mate, is it going to be one of those days? And he goes, no, it's not. No, it's not going to be. I'm, I'm choosing that it's not going to be one of those days. And this is like at 9am, he'd had all these things happen. And he's like, it's going to be one of those days if I allow it to be one of those days, but it's not going to be one of those days. It stops now. And the rest of my day is going to be amazing. And I think if we all take on that mentality, our life will look a lot sparklier, a lot shinier. You know, and does that does that make sense, Joel? Absolutely. And like, I'm just writing this down because, uh, like, taking some notes. Like one, like I've got Andy's that I'm going to speak about. Uh, like his tips that he he does for having a better day. And 
I thought we could discuss each one, but I've written, I've written down an extra one because like something that makes me have a better day uh, or helps me have a better day, turn a bad day around is that I spend time with people like you, uh, Couric, uh, James, other people. And you guys look at situations differently, you know, like uh, Couric has had, um, you know, marriage breakups in the past and he just because society says that you sh- that, that you should do it a certain look at things a certain way he doesn't he's like he he makes his own rules up you know my other coach james has had uh you know lots of things happen in his life that you know like we all do but he chooses to look at them differently to what is perceived as normal and like like you say yourself like you've got a lot of stuff going on that a lot of people would use it as as an excuse to feel bad to vibrate low (laughs) on a low vibe, like to, to give up, to, to blame, to have a hissy fit. And you don't, you actually turn it around. Like even the way that you uh, talk about paying your bills, you're like, um, you're grateful about it. And uh, you know, off air before I was talking about me paying my bills and I was like, yeah, I'm grateful. Like, it's like, even though it's a lot, (laughs) it's, it's um, it, it's just that you you guys look at something differently, and I cheat because I I, I spend time around you guys, and then I, it helps me to like go. Hang on a minute, maybe I can look at this in a different way. So, uh, that that's a good thing for me. So, um, so what Andy Frasilla says to do, and I'm going to go the dot points. Uh, the he says if you're having a down day, you're having a bad day. Uh, to turn it around, the first thing you need to do is to become productive because he says like that an idle mind is a devil's playground. Like, what do you reckon about that? Absolutely. Like you've got to have that, like, even if it's a small win, like, I think it's so true, Joel. So it might be just that you make your bed, like, and you get that out of the way, or um, you make that one sales call or you um, call a friend and go for a walk, like do something that is changing your thought, snapping you kind of out of the the focal point of feeling down. You know what I mean? So um, yeah, I love that Andy's brought that one up. And and I've seen this. Like we've we've both been to Tony Robbins, Joel, and I've actually seen uh, Tony Robbins in the click of his finger bring someone out of a deep depressive state where they are in the fetal position, crying, heavily depressed. And in the next moment, they are hysterically laughing. Like it's insane to watch. And we all have that power. We all have the power to change our state. And um, and there's so much science and research behind this and changing your physiology and everything like that. But it could be just whacking on your favorite song and you dance it out or you sing out to your favorite song. Like there's just so many ways. So I, I love that he's brought up that point about being productive. Yeah. And like, you could either, like, I test this with people. Um, try to feel negative while you're skipping down a boardwalk or down the sideline. Like you, can you actually feel angry when you're skipping? Like, is it actually physically possible? Like, I was going to say the same thing about rollerblading, but then I did a marathon and rollerblades. I'm like, yeah, okay. That yeah, I saw you after that. <laughs> I saw you during that. <laughs> I got a phone call and I could argue the point, but overall, like, I guess that, um, that would have snapped you out. You wouldn't have been thinking playing with that, a puppy hey. dog, playing with a puppy dog. Yeah. That that's, um, yet. that's actually one of the things he says is, um, he, he says, uh, enjoy something that money can't buy. 
you can't buy time with your dogs. Like really, like, well, you know, like going and doing that and going and spending time with your kids going and, um, I don't know, go hiking or something like that. Go, go do something like that. So, um, yeah, enjoy something that money can't buy. Uh, he also says, go learn something new. So if you've got a problem, instead of sitting there and focusing on the problem and just making it bigger and getting more and more angry at the fact that something's not going right, which is what most people do. If you could actually trigger us to learn something about it, maybe go read a book about, uh, like if you've got a lack of money, maybe you could, and that's what's annoying you. Maybe you could go and read a book about uh, how to make more money online, or maybe you could uh, go listen to a podcast, or maybe you could, you know, if it's a, like a health thing, maybe you could learn something about becoming more alkaline or juicing. Go, go become an expert in that and just think, while everyone else is feeling bad about something, if you can trigger that as a learning experience and go learn something new, which kind of goes into like the be productive part. How much further in front of you going to, of the average person you're going to be when it, by the, in 10 years time, even one year's time, like it's crazy. So like, what do you think about learning something new? What do you think about that? Oh, I love the idea. And, um, and this is something that I've done to distract myself because, because I am an entrepreneur and I work from home. Sometimes I need that mechanism to switch off. So I've uh, taken up the saxophone lessons this year and it's worked really well. Like in that moment, nothing else enters my mind apart from focusing on this instrument, you know? Um, and I think it's so true. Like it's the same with, uh, with health, Joel. Like I, I love learning new things about health. I love trialing new things. I love tweaking my own, experimenting. I think it's fun and it creates, you know, variety in our life. And um, you know, so yeah, I like, especially for us highly, um, driven variety people learning new things, um, you know, is a must. Otherwise we're going to get bored. Um, and we're going to start implementing some disempowering habits. So learning new things and continually, um, evolving and educating yourself is an incredible way to not only keep the mind sharp, uh, sharp, but keep the spirit sharp, you know, like, um, we're all on this self-evolution process. So if you're not growing, you're dying. Like we, we've got to continually learn and evolve. And um, I love that point that, um, that Andy has brought up. And it, it distracts you. It distracts you. And I think sometimes too, um, why are we feeling down anyway? Like what's actually causing us to feel down? And most of the time, it's because we're out of alignment. We're not living in our highest values anymore. So um, it's really good to be able to, to go within um, on those down days and really, you know, find out, okay, sitting in, you know, maybe out in nature somewhere and asking yourself some better quality questions like, why am I feeling so down? Um, you know, where is this coming from? Um, you know, and maybe it's an event that happened in your life, um, but how long are you going to give power to that event? And if it's a loss of a loved one, does your loved one really want you sitting around moping and, um, you know, being down for, for days, weeks, months? No, they want you out there celebrating life and living your best life. And, and I've lost some people really like all like suddenly in my life. And it's been a big wake up to my system to go, Christine, you're not living your best life. Like wake up girl, like do like go and do more, do more of the things that you love to do. So you can, you can sit there and, and moan and, um, you know, mourn them or you can go and celebrate 
and use um, you know their life as inspiration for yours. So hope that helps. It's huge, and you're exactly right. When you're feeling down, like it's probably because well, there's two things. Feeling a negative feeling is a signpost or a call to action that something needs to change. It's just the universe prodding you to hey, ask yourself better questions. If you're you know if you're feeling down. You just need to ask better questions. Like, you know, when uh, something isn't going your way, people just give up. When what you really got to do is like, well, how can I make this better? What's great about this? What has to happen for me to feel even better today? What happen, has to happen for me to um, be more productive? What has to happen today for me to learn something new? What should I? What would I love to learn about today? You know, what is something that I can do that money can't buy? You know, like we're already, you know, turning these, uh, these, these steps into great questions. If you do these every day, you're going to absolutely kill it at life. So, um, absolutely. So the next one is like, be thankful, you know, as entrepreneurs, Christine, I know like when we talk off air, we're talking about where this, these, these businesses that we run are going to go. And that means we're, we're looking out in the future and it's, it can get, it can get weird. And I know entrepreneurs, I know you're hearing me. I know you're feeling, you can see what I mean here. Uh, so sometimes you just got to remember that it's great to look out at the future because that gets you motivated to do some work, but you got to really just be grateful in the now. So like, what can you be thankful for? And Andy's like hardcore about this. And you know, like the reason why I keep referencing him is because he's a hardcore entrepreneur who's handled depression and still, He's making a ton of money. He believes in the vibration. He believes in all the stuff that you, you wouldn't think someone, when you listen to him on the surface level, would believe about. But being thankful, like, and he's like, be thankful that you've got your family. Be thankful that you've got a house to live in. You know, like, so, like, what happens if you have a, a fender bender today? Well, people could feel really bad about it. But hang on a minute. At least you walked home. At least you, at least you're still alive. Because there's people out there that had car accidents that aren't alive. You know, some people don't have a home to go to. Some people don't have so many things. You know, like even if you went bankrupt, if you're listening to this, I can guarantee you, you as bankrupt is probably still way better off than people in certain countries. They would love to come and be bankrupt. They'd love to swap with you. So, like, you got so much to be thankful for, and just be. Don't be picky with it. Be thankful about everything. Like there's so much to be thankful for. And you just got to realize like how freaking amazing it really is. And oh, seriously, at the time of recording with all the crap that's going on far out, if you could just hook this mindset and answer that question, how can I be more grateful right now? I think, you've, I think everything else after that's a bonus. So yeah. What do you reckon, Christine? Totally. I, I, honestly, people need to have more attitude around gratitude. Like we've, we've got to live in a state of gratitude and be thankful for it's the little things, you know, and um, you know, we are going through some really strange times at the moment and it's so easy to fall into that, um, that scarcity mentality and f being fearful because the media is focusing on all the stuff that we need to be scared of. However, if we look at the things that we've got to be grateful for and the extra connection that we're having and, um, you know, 
like for our family um, being in lockdown, we got to know each other on a deeper level, you know, knowing our kids on a deeper level and finding out what's most important to them. You know, what, what do they want from mum and dad during their week? What, what would like them? And it's little things like, can we just go on a picnic one day? And I'm like, of course we can. And then um, my daughter was like, can you just help me with Lego on one of the days? I'm like, of course we can, you know, like this is, this is what really matters in life. And, and to be grateful for that, you know, I've, I've had friends that have gone bankrupt and it's always like, well, what's the lesson in this? What can, can we take away from this? What's good about this? This is something that our mentor Linda teaches us all the time. You know, what's good about it? You know, there is always um, good in a bad situation. There always is. So it's about getting that lesson. Um, but for me, you know, when I'm having bad days and I could have totally had a bad day yesterday, but there was still so much to be thankful for that, you know, and when I saw my circle of friends and the caliber of people um, that are around me every single day, I'm just like, oh my gosh, you know, and then, you know, my character has been questioned a couple of times over the last few weeks. And when people are targeting your character, um, you know, it does hurt a little bit, but at the end of the day, I, I go to bed at night knowing that I'm a good person, up to good things, doing the best I can. Do we always say the right thing, Joel? Shit, no. There's things that have come out of my mouth where I'm kind of like, well, it's out there now. I can't wind that one back in. Um, we're not always going to get it right. But I'm not going to tiptoe around life and walk on eggshells with the fear that I'm going to offend somebody. I already know that I'm going to offend somebody someday. And I'm not always going to say the right thing. Joel's not always going to say the right thing. You know, that's why... I, I get really uncomfortable when people say, oh, you guys are so inspiring. And, you know, like I go to, the, go to a gym with a guy who's there every day in a wheelchair. That's inspiring to see the workout, the level of the standard that this guy holds himself to at the gym. I'm just like, oh my gosh. And he was there today when I'm doing my PT session in front of me while I'm grueling and out. I'm like, you can't quit. You can't quit. Look at this amazing man in front of you. That's just going nuts on this machine. So you know what I mean? Like that's inspiring. So that's, that's, you know, and it's back to gratitude again. I'm so grateful, you know, go and hurt your back, go and hurt your back. And then tell me how grateful you are for your health and your fitness. Like I know when I've done my back in the past and I've dropped back down into that low vibration and you can't do anything and you're just hating on the world and you're just not yourself because you can't do things that light you up. Um, that's when you really need to dig into gratitude. So it, it all comes back to that, Joel. Like it's, it's one of the best states that you can live in is gratitude, no matter what's going on. It's, it's funny, Christine. Like we're not inspiring. We just got a mic and stood up and got out, got stood up on our soapbox. That's all. And there's no barrier to entry for that. Regular people have great things to say. You know, and I believe that people can say it. Like, like who who said, who who voted and elected Gary V to even talk, or or Tony Robbins, or you know, and you don't have to think that you need to be them. You don't need to listen to them. You don't need. You know, you've got your own brain. You've got your own mind. Like, get up and say it because there's going to be people that believe the same as you. We're not so individual that, like, what we say is going to upset everyone. We're going to have people that go, yes. You know, like if I say, oh, keto is the best diet, people are going to go, yes. And then I'm going to have the vegan saying, oh, no, it's not. And I'm going to go, vegan's the best diet. And I'm going to have, 
it's it's like that. Like, it doesn't matter what you say. So just get a mic. Like, that's all we did. It's nothing nothing special. But we just out there. We're just out there doing it because we we love it and we're committed to it. So, <laughs> Christine, like, I, I I often laugh. Like, you someone that questions your character, like, far out. That's crazy. Um, I had someone message me who I don't even know. <laughs> he said something to me. I can't remember. But like, basically, the old how do you sleep at night? You know, like scamming and all that. I'm like, Oh, I wonder which scam they're talking about. Was it network marketing? Was it coaching? Was it like, was it marketing? Was it like my supermarkets? Like what, what the hell was I scamming him about? Like, anyway, he, I, I, there's this really specific technique that I use to handle it. And not many people know it. And I should charge 20 grand to tell you this information. But what I did was I blocked them. So now they can't talk to me anymore and I don't give a crap. And the only way I remembered it was because you said, you said you've been coming question like, geez, it just, it just blows my mind. So anyway, um, the, the, the next one that Annie says, which is going to bring up people's, maybe their mindset a bit funny, but let me explain is to be generous, be generous, go be generous. And I know what comes to my mind when I, here be generous it's like get your checkbook out get your credit card out, get your money out and that's not all you have to give you have your time you have your presence you have like what if what if you were just generate more generous with your time with your kids what if you what if that's what you did that that what if you were more generous instead of going and working as hard in your business this just for one day you took a day off and went and spent it with family what if you did that? Or what if, I don't know, you went and cooked at a soup kitchen? What if you just went and talked to someone in an old folks home? If you're allowed to go there at the current time, probably not, but you know what I mean? There's so many things you can do that don't need you to get your checkbook out. What if you just picked up the phone and rang someone that you haven't rung in a, in a long time? You know, like um, I know that, like I've said it in a previous podcast, like, but Christine has written me a letter and we talk to each other all the bloody time uh we're business partners you know like there's probably rarely a day that we don't at least flick a message to each other and yet in the mail comes this letter that would have taken like an exorbitant amount of time to write and i'm thinking wow christine's really leveled up there i don't know how i'm gonna become a like <laughs> i'm gonna keep up with that i tapped out it was like doing hill sessions with you i was like i was just like shit i'm out <laughs> I'm going to go to hospital if I try to beat this, but you know, like that, that's super generous. You know um, what if you just haven't heard from someone for a couple of days and you just reach out and go, Hey, there's no, nothing other than just, Hey, how are you? Like, uh, just haven't heard from you a few days. Is everything going well? Like blah, blah, blah. Do you know how much that means to someone, you know, like to, to people, do you know how absolutely generous that is? And you didn't, I didn't, you don't need to spend a dime on that. So I, I do my best to do that. You know, there's like my grandmother, she's 90 and she, imagine being 90 in this time you've given your license up. Uh, the world's a scarier place for people that are in that age group now. And now she can't really go anywhere. Like she's spending the last couple of years of her life. So like, what's a 15 minute phone call every couple of days, you know, even if you just talk about nonsense, it doesn't matter. Like, you know, and, <laughs> I don't know. I just let her have her views with what 
whatever she's got to say. And I don't know if I agree with them, but you know, uh, that that's what I do. So like, what do you be generous? That's, that's the final one that, that Andy said, what do you reckon? Oh, well, it's, it's the shortcut to fulfillment. We've, we've spoken about this before. Like it's, it's making about other people and not yourself, you know, and that is the shortcut to fulfillment. And that's where you're going to feel the most love as well. And that's what everyone wants, isn't it? They want to feel loved. So I, I love this and I love that it's the last point. And if you're a business owner, and this is something that I uh, incorporate into my business, and I probably should do it more regularly, but picking up the phone at dinner time and as a family, ringing people um, that we work with and just thanking them, thanking them for their contribution to the mission, thanking them for what they do, letting them know that their work does not go unnoticed, you know. And we've had people uh, in tears on the other end of the phone, like receiving one of these calls, hearing the kids and my and my husband on the call. And we're all just saying thank you because at the end of the day, these people are helping us achieve our goals and our dreams, you know. So if you can't take the time to, to thank the people that are in your organisation, you know, then you're probably kind of doing things a little bit wrong. And when was the last time that you wrote a letter to your parents to thank them, you know? Um, my mum helps us out all the time. Like, it's just little things, you know? Like, it might be me dropping the kids over so I can go to a 5.30 night class and then picking them up straight after. Like, just little things like that. So even just writing my mum a, um, a gratitude letter, she was in tears receiving it, you know, because I just don't take the time to tell her that verbally all the time. And it's nice to do it in other forms as well. Um, you know, Joel and I, we, we always thank each other um, you know, but to do it in another form, in another mode, like through a letter or something like that is, it's just these little touches. And, and I quite often see people that are hurting on social media and rather than just loving and then just sending them a message on the post, I'll pick the phone up and I'll just check in. Hey, I saw your post. I just wanted to check in and see if you're okay. You know, be that kind of person, you know, rather than the one that's just scrolling past and going, oh, yeah, I'll send them some love and just keep scrolling. No, like, Give that person some time. Be more generous with your time. It will come back, you know. So, um, yeah, I, I absolutely love that. And, you know, um, we've actually just done our, our budget. Um, we had to go back over like 12 months worth of um, transactions through our accounts. And the amount that we spent in a year on gifts for people, it can get costly, so start using some of these other generous modes so that you don't have to, um, to fork out the money all the time. And to be fair, like I think I sent five packages um, in the Australia Post the other day and it was like $68 to send five small packages. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like, like, that would, like the postage would have cost more than some of the gifts that I actually sent out. So be creative, guys. Like... Honestly, time is your greatest commodity and, and tomorrow's never promised. So if you're not saying to the people that you love and care about and you're wanting to feel more love and appreciation, I, my question to you is how are you letting other people know that you love and appreciate them, you know? Um, and one of my gorgeous friends, Claudette Anderson, that lives in America, she doesn't let anyone leave her presence anymore that she cares about without saying I love you and letting them know that they are loved in that moment, even if it's just her in that moment, you know, and they're not feeling love from anybody else. She wants everyone to, to walk away from her knowing that in that moment that they are loved. And I, and I think, um, you know, I'm getting goosebumps thinking about that because 
you know, I recently saw my uncle for the last time and I'm still beating myself up about what I said to him um, when I last saw him. And my, my message to him was, because he's a rat bag, right? My uncle's a rat bag. And um, my last message to him was, be good, you know, be good. Whereas I should have said, you know what, you're, you're loved. You are loved. And I think in that moment, because we were all there, he knew that he was loved, but I didn't say it. And I should have just had the opportunity to say it and I didn't. So learn from my lessons. I've learned from it. And now I say I love you more, more than ever before. I let people know that I love them. I'm proud of them. You're doing awesome, you know, and just just be that. And and my motto for this year was to sprinkle kindness like it's confetti. I'm just stepping up my kindness like tenfold this year because the world's in pain. It needs a bloody big hug. It needs more than a hug right now. And there's so much negativity and cynicism and haters just hating on people out there. And what we want to see is more compassion more kindness, more love. And if we can do that, if you can live, imagine if you lived your life every day like that, how can I sprinkle more kindness today? Imagine what would happen to your down day if you, if that's the state that you lived in. So yeah, I love that point, Joe. I think it's so, so important. Yeah. Look, I, I listened to what you just said then. And it's funny, two, two points came to mind, like out of every thing that, uh, like one of the things that I will never forget is getting that letter with the crazy, the crazy colors in it. Like, so, and that just cost you your time and probably some pens, <laughs> some postage <laughs> and stuff like that. But like that would have been a, I bet you a great idea for about four lines. And then when you wrote the whole letter out, but you see that, that, that doesn't need to cost a ton of money. And, and the second thing is I challenge the listeners right now to do what I just did when I like, don't wait, don't listen to what Christine just said and go, that's a great idea. And then I, I should do something about that. I'm going to do that tomorrow. Like take your phone out now. And I did it for mum. I literally just sent mum a message on uh, like a message, a text message saying you are loved with love hearts. I know that that's like, I know my mum when she sees it, it's probably going to be in tears because I don't say it enough, you know? And like, how do I know that? Um, how do I know that, uh, I'm going to be able to say that tomorrow? You don't know, <laughs> you don't know. Like I was looking at something before, like it's a, a quote, it was a little picture and it was like a, a, like a picture of someone calling you on your phone and it's like mum, And then another, like right next to it was like dad. So there's two phone calls coming in from dad. It says, if you still have this happening in your life, you're one of the luckiest people in the world. And it's the truth. So like, uh, I don't like, I know not everyone has a great relationship with their parents. So there's someone out there for you So go say it. I challenge you not to waste any more time. Uh, just go do it. So I think, I, I think that's sewn it up, Christine. Like I, I feel like this is one of the uh, best podcasts we've done. I think it's got a lot of meaning for right now. And if you could string, use these things, asking better questions, you could string this together for uh, you know, 24 hours and then seven days and then weeks and months. If you can do this more often than not and like go back to like what I love is if you laugh, if you, ha if you think and if you cry, like you're going to have a hell of a life. You're going to have a hell of a day and you're going to create something special. And I know you post uh, what um, Kurik and Brennan Bashard say uh, and I'll let you close with that. It's so freaking amazing. 
But um, yeah, that, that's me done, Christine. So I'll let you close it. Awesome. I love it. I've loved this podcast as well. And, and I just want to say, if you're a business owner out there and you've got some employees um, that work for you, why not on a Friday afternoon, stop work for 15, 20 minutes and get everyone to just write a letter of gratitude to someone in their life? Like how, how much more productive will your employees be for an employer that allows team members to take some time to, to message people and, and shower other people with love? Like that's the kind of employer that I'd love to work for. You know what I mean? Like it's not hard, guys. It's not hard. We just have to take the time out to do it. And um, yeah, and as Brenda Bashan and Kirik Ashley say, and this is honestly, this is how I try and live my life because at the end of our days, when we're on the, you know, taking our last breaths, the only thing that we're going to ask ourselves is, did we live, did we love, and did we matter? We're not going to be worrying about, did we make the car payment? Did we get the 50 home properties that we wanted? No, it all comes back to love. Did we live? Did we love? And did we matter? And I think um, that's a nice way to close out the podcast. So we'll catch you on the next one, guys. Damn. Uh.